Welcome to Curating the Curious, the podcast that celebrates staying curious in life and never settling into a box. Hosted by former elementary teacher, television actress, LA realtor, wine slinger, salesperson, waitress, family photographer, and forever student of life, me, Leanna Azzalini. Guess what? We've got another solo episode this week, and this one was not on purpose or planned. I basically just opened up my computer right now to save this next interview that I had with my friend Chandra, which was amazing. It took a lot of extra time because there were some audio issues, so I spent hours and hours. That's why I was releasing late this week on Thursday instead of Tuesday, and it is gone. So, instead of crying... I am going to just make an episode because I made a promise to myself. I'm not going to be a perfectionist about this. I'm just going to get it done and I'm going to speak freely because I feel like there is a lesson to be learned here. My old self would freak out and cry and then decide not to air anything this week because it wouldn't be good enough and I didn't spend enough time on it. And you know what? I'm not letting that happen. I'm just going to do this. And I think that a really good topic to start out with would be perfectionism, right? So guess what? I have a quote in front of me that I wrote down yesterday, and I'm going to read that because it really applies. I've been doing my morning pages for five days now, and I am really loving it. I'm not going to go too deep into it because it's only five days, but I wanted to update everybody. I am doing it. If you want to stay accountable with me, I'll mention it here or on the Instagram page and keep you updated. I'm still at it. But yesterday, I listened to Julia Cameron. She's the author of The Artist's Way. And I was listening to her speak and she read a quote of hers on perfectionism and it really hit me and it really applies to this right now. Perfectionism doesn't believe in practice shots. It doesn't believe in improvement. Perfectionism has never heard that anything worth doing is worth doing badly, and that if we allow ourselves to do something badly, we might, in time, become quite good at it. Perfectionism measures our beginner's work against the finished work of masters. Perfectionism thrives on comparison and competition. It doesn't know how to say good try or job well done. The critic does not believe in creative glee or any glee at all for that matter. No, perfectionism is a serious matter. And I just have to say that is one of the best quotes I've ever heard on perfectionism. I don't know about you, but that is pretty damn true. And we just don't have time for perfectionism in life anymore. I think that with the way that this year has gone, the veil is off. Nobody's perfect. Nobody is winning every day in life. And perfectionism is just some phony facade and this way of beating yourself up that is useless. It's also something that holds you back from creating things that are good and true and meaningful. If you're sitting there criticizing yourself, how can you be creating? You cannot criticize and create at the same time. That is a fact. So here I am coming to you talking to you and doing this instead of crying. 
And I was thinking the other day, you know, I'm listening to my podcast voice and I'm doing air quotes right now. And of course, I'm listening to my podcast voice with that inner critic that we all have. And I was thinking to myself, like, who is this person? You, you are not this calm, gentle, quiet person that you sound like in episode six. So my last episode, yeah, bits of me did come out, but I, I was trying to present my information. And so my inner critic, which this is the whole point of it, was, you know, commenting like, who is this? Why are you talking like that? Are you being a phony? No, I wasn't being a phony, but we do have this inner critic in us that wants to sound good and wants to be liked. And so we create this persona that we think will be likable, that we think people will approve of. And you know what? It's all just a bunch of bullshit. And I guess I'm just being really frank right now because I have been popped out of my pleasing bubble by having this whole episode disappear. And I just want to be really honest right now. It's all a bunch of BS, man. No matter what you do, you are going to have people criticize what you do. No matter what you say, you are going to have people criticize it. So you might as well just be you and get it over with. Because it's going to happen no matter what. So uh, while you're out there trying to be perfect and be liked and and sound like this, this version of you that you think is more likable than who you are, there's still somebody judging you. Like what is that quote by Dita Von Tees? I love it. You could be the ripest, juiciest peach in the world, but there's still somebody who's going to hate peaches. But this need to be liked, I think... Everybody's got a little bit of that. Everybody. It doesn't matter how independent and strong you think you are. Everybody has that piece of them that wants to be liked. But I do think it's more a female thing than a male thing. I think that through time, females have been like, you know, how do I make myself look this way so that people will approve? How do I make myself sound this way so that people will approve? There's a lot more approval seeking from women than there are men. And that causes you to just be the nice person instead of the honest person, instead of the person with integrity, instead of the person who will stand up for what they believe in. The desire to be liked and approved of is universal. You just have to make sure that you don't let it mute who you really are. I saw the funniest quote on Instagram yesterday, and it's so true. It said, stop trying to be liked by everybody. You don't even like everybody. I mean, hello, how true is that? <laughs> right? There is no ideal woman. There is no perfect woman. There's just the real, you know, and... um I'm going to stop allowing my inner critic to guide me and I'm going to stop, you know, re-recording something because it didn't sound right. I'm just going for it. So this one's going to be raw and it's a lot more the real me. All of this is the real me, by the way. It's just pieces of me, but I, um, I'm going to stop trying to have this little podcast persona and I'm just going to be who I am. And so another thing that I've had on my mind 
this week is my last episode, number six, where I talked about the law of attraction and my personal story that I've never really shared publicly in that way. That I got a lot of feedback from that. Most of it just super supportive, all of it super supportive, but some people I could tell saw the law of attraction as a form of toxic positivity, and I totally get that. It makes so much sense, and I think I wanted to talk about that on the last episode, but I felt like I had been rambling, and I don't know, I didn't get to it, but just from the responses that I've gotten from people, I kind of wanted to touch on that because I think that people view the law of attraction as tricking yourself into being happy or pretending to be happy. And to be quite honest, I do think that that is what I thought it was when I was first watching The Secret and trying to apply it to more areas of my life. But... The thing that I have learned over the many, many years that I've been using the law of attraction and the many years that I forget to use it is that really it all comes down to gratitude. It is not being happy all the time. It's understanding the reality, dealing with the reality, knowing that that shit does get real. Things do get real and they do get dirty and they do get negative. But being able to always find the gratitude in your life, regardless of what's going on. While at the same time, understanding that you've been through stuff before, you're going to get through it. It's going to be rough. It might get crazy, but you will get through it because no matter what is happening to you, there is always something to be grateful for. And if that only thing is that you got to take a breath in the morning and be alive, then that is something. So I think the important thing to keep in mind is not to doubt the law of attraction as some form of magic that the secret made it in to be. I think that that was the big problem with the secret. It made it seem like some magic cure for unhappiness. And what I have come to find in my almost 15 years of of using the secret to guide my life, it's that it's not a magic cure. It is a way of living. It is a way of training your brain to find gratitude. And when you find gratitude, you see the miracles in everyday life. Because in everyday life, there are miracles everywhere you look. Even the fact that we're alive. Everything. The sun, the moon, the earth, people, plants, nature, everything. It's all a miracle. And when you look at the world through eyes of gratitude, and let me tell you, I do not look at the world <laughs> in eyes of gratitude every day. It sounds like I'm preaching this happy, you know, beautiful thing every day. No. I, I definitely get down. I definitely get angry and agitated and I have anxiety. But when you come from a place of gratitude, you do change your life. And that is no magic cure. It's a way of being. And sometimes taking the time to say thank you seems like a bunch of fake and toxic positivity. You're like, no, I don't want to thank anyone for anything. I'm pissed or I'm sad. But after years of practicing gratitude, even when life sucks, I try, you really do begin to see the magic unfold. And not the magic cure kind of magic, but just the magic in your life. 
You can't do it every day. Sometimes you just need to feel it all. Feel all the worry, the anxiety, the frustration, the pain, whatever it is. Feel it all and be okay with not being okay. I learned the law of attraction and changing my thought patterns over a two to three year period of being miserable most of the time and um, dealing with PTSD and all of those issues from what happened to me. But it does take over you after a while. I'm sure I'll revisit this topic again and again over time because it's one of my favorites, but I'm done talking about the law of attraction. I just wanted to address those things that have come up since my last episode because I thought it was pretty important. A lot of people seem to view it in that way. So I always want to be clear that I don't come to you as an expert on anything, nothing. I don't consider myself to be an expert. I come to chat with you as a fellow student of life with a curious mind who is always looking inward and looking for more ideas, more answers, maybe not answers, but ideas, thoughts, versions of things, way to dissect. And I've got to tell you, I literally started this episode with wanting to throw my computer out the window, stomp on the ground, screaming and crying over the hours and hours and hours of work that I lost. And I am done. I am ending this episode telling you that me just bringing my energy into something else that I thought might be productive has changed my entire day. And it really taught me a lot about just throwing things into the wind and not being a perfectionist today and and not just saying, "Oh, screw it. I'm not going to I'm not going to do a podcast this week then. All my stuff got lost now." So, I turned it around and I just shot this off the top of my head and I don't know, maybe people will not like it. I don't care actually. I feel better and I think I had some pretty interesting things to say. <laughs> if I do say so myself. So I want to leave you with another quote on perfectionism because it was always my favorite, favorite quote on perfectionism until I found that one that I just read to you earlier. This one is by Elizabeth Gilbert. Surprise, but it's so freaking good. I think perfectionism is just a high-end haute couture version of fear. I think perfectionism is just fear in fancy shoes and a mink coat, pretending to be elegant when actually it's just terrified. Because underneath that shiny veneer, perfectionism is nothing more than a deep existential angst that says again and again, I am not good enough and I will never be good enough. I mean, wow. First, that quote is just so true. I I lived all of my younger years trying to be perfect, trying to look perfect, trying to be the ideal whatever version of myself to be liked. I am now in my 40s and thankfully growing out of that. I'm also, as an artist, I've been working on it for many years, but I'll tell you what really, really brought it to my mind. The day that I found out that I was going to bring a daughter into the world, that is when it all changed for me. We all have different things that bring us around to the changes in life or our decisions. I knew my whole life that perfectionism was holding me back and trying to be perfect, trying to be liked was a problem. But 
when I found out that I was bringing a daughter into the world, I said, I am not going to do this to this little girl. She's going to love herself as she is. She is going to look in the mirror and, (laughs) sorry, (laughs) getting emotional, and love who she sees. She will not pick herself apart. She will not try to change things. I will not model this to her. And she changed my life. As an artist, trying not to be perfect or trying to rid myself of that perfectionism, it has only helped me. It's been a long journey through self-portraiture and motherhood and educating other artists, but I've grown a lot and I have a lot to share. So I thank you for coming on this journey with me. I had no idea that I was going to end up saying any of this or crying. But if you know me, I I do cry quite a bit (laughs) when I get inspired or happy, sad, everything. A lot of things make me tear up. But nobody likes to be new at anything. Nobody likes to suck at anything. However, the more you allow yourself to be real and to be you and to try new things, to dip your toe and allow yourself to just not be good at something, I swear, the more you grow, the better you will get every single day of your life. I'm still working on it. I'm not an expert, but I've come a long way. And so I wanted to share a little bit of that journey with you. And that's it. Thanks for listening to my rants. And if you like this episode or have any questions or thoughts, make sure to screenshot it and, you know, post it in your Instagram or your Facebook, whatever, in your stories and send me a little message on there. Tag me at Curating the Curious Instagram. I'm also at Leanna Azzolini Photography Instagram. And I love that. Also, thank you for the reviews. I'm makes me so happy to read them. I actually just found some source that showed me a bunch of reviews that people have written on iTunes. And for some reason, they're not on iTunes. So I'm reading them somehow. I don't know why they're not on there, but I really want to thank everybody that's doing that. Thank you for rating it. Thank you for subscribing. Subscribing just allows you to get a little little thing where you always know when I have an episode. And it also helps my podcast to be seen by more people because right now it's tiny so thank you everybody and stop trying to be perfect you are good enough as you are stay curious